Yo, what's up guys? This is your host, Jerry. I'm very excited because today marks the first episode of a new series of Skype podcasts. I don't know what to call them, maybe the Skype episodes. That sounds really annoying, so maybe not, but we'll see. Let me just say that there are some pros and cons of doing interviews over Skype. First off, I can reach out to anyone I want. Anyone who's willing to do the show, I can talk to. It's great. I can talk to people around the world. I can talk to people with many different styles of music. The cons are that it's just not as intimate. I can't invite someone into my studio, offer them a beverage, light a candle. I can't do any of that stuff. There's also a delay sometimes. It's hard to feel like you're making eye contact because you're not really. But all that being said, I think it's worth it. For this one, I had Alex Martian on the show. He's a really nice guy. I just want to thank him again for coming on, being my first Skype guest. Also, we have a new graphic design for the show. It's made by my friend Henry Feldman. You can go check that out at his website, henryfeldman.com. That's H-E-N-R-Y-F-E-L-D-M-A-N dot C-O-M. He's got some really sick stuff. I also made a theme song. I call it Skype Call from Mars. Let's get into this shit. So, okay, <laughs> I went and I kind of stalked you a little bit, not to be creepy, but I looked at your website and uh, I read your bio. And uh, so you also do doodles and stuff. You make the art for your uh, songs, yeah? Yeah, that's, uh, that's something I, I do a lot is draw whenever I'm like too tired to write music. Yeah, how long have you been doing that? Well, I, I've been drawing for like a long time since I could remember. I just started drawing all abstract like uh, ever since uh, senior year of high school. Like I was tired of like doodling like, you know, comic book type characters. So I just decided to draw whatever comes to mind and it turned out I really liked it. So I started looking at uh, Instagram um, art profiles of different like sketch doodlers like uh, Kirby Rosanis and uh, Matthias Inc. And I was, like took a lot of inspiration from them with the tiny little sketches and drawings that I do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've, I figured I'd use that for like my art, for my music. Yeah, no, it's super cool. Do you, so you, you do it when you're like too tired to make music. Does it give you energy or does it just kind of calm you? Yeah, like like it's um. It's like a fallback for if I ever like I'm stuck on a, on a, 
project and I just can't figure anything out, I'll just like, go to doodling and if I can't think of anything to draw, I'll go to music. Yeah, I feel that. So Creeply, again, went on your bio and I quoted something. You said that the best ideas usually come to you when you are calm occasionally and occasionally sleep deprived. <laughs> How do you get into that creative space? Is drawing something yeah. that gets you into that creative space? Or do you have like a ritual? I feel like I write, again, I feel like I write all my best stuff when I'm just level-headed and not too stressed out about trying to get something to sound in a particular way. Because I feel like the my worst projects are the ones where I... Like, I'm trying to figure out how to do something, and I just can't do it, or I'm not doing it right. So, usually when I don't have too much of a structured goal in mind is when I, like, tend mm-hmm. to let my creative process run a little bit more smoothly. I, I feel the same way. You end up making stuff when you're not even trying. It just comes. So, exactly. how long have you been making music for? Uh, just over three years now. I started in the sophomore year of high school. And you use Logic, right? Like, as your main... Yeah, I, okay. I use Logic. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw that you said you started on GarageBand, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, GarageBand, the baby <laughs> software. But luckily for me, you know, the, when I started producing, I, I didn't know about SoundCloud beforehand. So, like, I didn't know what, like, I wanted to make, so... I just like made whatever I could. I was just like mesmerized by the fact that like I could write my own music. Oh, int- okay, that's interesting because I feel like a lot of people they get on SoundCloud and they're like, "Oh shit, all these people are making music. Like I could totally do this too." I know that that's how it was for me to an extent. It was kind of like it went hand in hand. I was like, "Oh, cool. There's all this electronic music that I don't know is free and whatnot, and like I want to be a part of this." And but you came at it from an angle where you're just like, oh, like I like making music, but there's also this platform where we can share it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's really helped me in terms of just like approaching everything from a more of like a my perspective than someone else's because, like, I mean, I I remember I used to make a lot of like house music when I first started because I knew like. Uh, dance music was all the rage when I was like starting out but I made dance music but I didn't make it sound like anyone else I just like I just have to have a 4-4 kick and then I could just do whatever yeah you said you really like Dead Mouse, right yeah oh yeah I was all over Dead Mouse when I first started have you seen him live no I, I really want to at some point but I have seen like his shows on on YouTube and stuff they're really really cool looking yeah, I mean, he does a lot of live streaming, too, which is dope. All right, man. Well, I want to, like, start out with a song so we can kind of get into that. Um, out of the ones that you sent me, is there anyone that you want to start with? Uh, you can start with, with whatever you want. Okay. This one's called Serial.Wave. All right, cool.
so why is this song called Serial? I mean, I, I, I like feel intuitively like, oh, this is what it would feel like to eat a bowl of cereal. But I mean, is that kind of the what you were thinking? I was thinking of a name for the song and I just couldn't think of anything. And I was like, I was getting up to serve myself a bowl of cereal to take a break. And I was like, cereal, sure. <laughs> Cereal.wave. And did it like, you know, dot yeah. wave, did it just save itself as dot wave? And you're just like, I'll just keep that. All right, I think I should just go ahead and admit this. The the audio file in SoundCloud isn't actually a wave. It's an MP3. Oh, this is hard hitting. You're hearing <laughs> it now first. Dude, that's funny. So what do you make a lot of your sounds with? Like if you had one synthesizer, what would it be? The two, actually there are two that I use right now. And before I got the other one, I used to use uh, Lo uh, Logic's RetroSynth a lot. Yeah, the RetroSynth is basically like uh, just a synthesizer that just contains like basic triangle and saw and square waves. And I could just like make quick little chord, quick little sounds and for chords and stuff like that. I can adjust the envelopes for attack and decay. It's, it's a really nice and simple synth that gets like the sound that I want. What's the other one that you use? Oh, this other synthesizer, I actually got it like last year. It's a uh, Serum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Serum's sick. I have Serum. It's like crazy powerful. Oh, yeah, dude. For real. I'm still like trying to make some like something like super cool and something that's never no one's ever heard of yet but until then i'm still like using it for chords and like for the lfo like wavetable thing yeah there's a lot of modulation features um how many tracks are in this one track it seems like there would be a lot but do you normally like just do a drum rack that has all your foley sounds or is it like how many tracks are you normally having uh, it usually exceeds a hundred, depending on like the size. Like I always try to write like as full of tracks as I can, and in order to do that, my tracks usually go above like like ninety to a hundred tracks, like by minimum. That's a lot of tracks, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but like like I I see like other kids like they they have like um well at least the ones the kids I know like they can make some pretty like w cool sounds with only like 40 or 50 tracks and it's it's cool and everything and i understand how it's better to have fewer tracks so that you can like add more stuff without losing yourself in your own project mm -hmm. so i try to like group everything that i can but like i don't want to group too much because maybe i might use this sound in this group at this part of the song so and then it gets confusing again I'm sure that you do some kind of mastering, processing, and grouping, but you do a lot more just individual mixing. Yeah, I... I like each sound. Yeah, I mix as I go. I, I try to mix as best as I can as I go. I'm still, like, trying to learn how to properly master, because so far what I do is, like, I just put, like, an a, a limiter on my master and, like, do a bit of a linear phase EQing mm -hmm. on the mid and sides. Okay. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, let's get into another song. Um, I'm going to play Restless, and then I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Dude, I really like your music, by the way. Thanks, dude.
Slash on my grind, flip out on it, be making one of a kind yeah. I don't have to switch to my legs, cause I'm off on the plane yeah. I just be soaring so high and call up my brother, she says the same I just be burning in this, it's right on the plane We call it, he know my name, he know me pulling in flames He just be flying in flames I surround myself with the right people, you know we treat them like equals Know that we better, we got it, you know we coming with sequels So this is macro level. Macro level, is he a friend of yours or how did you meet him? Yeah, he's a Yeah, he's a friend that I met during like I think month five of twenty when I was while I was here in uh wholesale. Gotcha. We we actually like sat next to each other and um he he was looking at the music I was listening to and he noticed that I was listening to Monte Booker and he he said he was a fan of his, so like in, instantly we like started talking, getting to know each other. And then I showed him my stuff and he, and he really liked it. And then from there we just started like working on some stuff together. Dude, that's so funny that you say Monte Booker. Is it Brooker or Booker? Yeah, Booker. Okay, Booker, yeah, yeah. So I was coming home last night um, and my Uber driver was like, yeah, man, like I really like this guy named Monte Booker. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like I saw him in Chicago at this place called The Mid. He was opening up for Mr. Carmack. He's really good, dude. I can see the similarities in your music with his. Yeah, dude, I really like him and Xander are some people I've been like referencing in terms of just sound design and like Foley placement and like songs and stuff. So Monte Booker, Xander, anyone else uh, making music right now that you're really kind of into? Um, Sam Gelatry, like his stuff, I listen to his stuff for like drum placement and like, because like, um, he makes like kind of bouncy music and that's what I'm trying to do right now is trying to make more stuff that's like people can groove to and like jive to and stuff like that. So like he has really good drum placement and I'm trying to like learn, take notes from that. Do you use, um, a reference track when you're uh mixing and mastering like do you have one open so you can just uh like go in between your track and then that track and hear the mix differences i mean that's a different thing that's not composition but you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, I, I I haven't, but I should. I feel like I should start to do that because that's a good way to get like good finalized mastering results for my track too, at least. So because I know like a couple people I could reference in terms of like just mixing and mastering. I haven't been doing that, but I should start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen, I haven't been doing that either, but I should start too. It's just, um, yeah. All right, now let's do another track. This one is called Slowly Losing It. those uh vocal chop stuff is that splice yeah it's, it's spice okay it looks something like this Is that the Zelda sample right there? Uh, I, I recreated it on uh, RetroSense. Nice. <laughs> Dude, I, I can see why you have so many tracks. So many sounds. This might be my favorite one. What do you use for your bass synth? Is that also Serum? The bass is actually on the S2 synth, which is on Logic. It's a, it's actually a preset that I've like did some heavy like editing on, so that and with like a distortion plugin, so it can get a little, it can be a little louder and fuller. Yeah, I have like a couple bass mm -hmm. bases. Two of them are presets that I edited, and the third one's like a. One I, I've made on Serum. Do you do a lot of um, sound design for synths before you uh, start writing? Or is that something you do in the process? It's something I tend to do in the process, if not a bit later in the song. Because when I'm writing a track, my main goal is to just lay out the idea mm -hmm. like from start to finish. And then later I can add all the the color. All the fun, yeah. No, I, I do the same thing. I use um, yeah. I use Ableton and I use Operator, and it's a good way to just get some like raw, clean sounds. And then later I'll kind of spice it up somehow, you know, add some effects. Um, do you normally start with like beat? Do you do? Uh, melodic stuff or do you start with like a sample what's the usual workflow well uh more often than not i start with the harmony first hmm. like uh, it's always for me it's always like getting the chord chords laid out 
so because usually that kind of tells like what kind of song I'm going to be writing. Mm-hmm. On occasion, I start with like an ARP melody or like just writing a melody just so I can like uh, progress through a song in a different way. But more often than not, whenever I write a song, I start with the harmony. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Because from the harmony, it's just like the bass line you can write. Once you have the, I I feel the same way. I'm not the best at writing chords. I'm trying to get better. But um, I feel like once you have that down... I mean, that's the bulk of it. That's like the story of it. You know, the the drums are the bones, but yeah. the emotional aspect is like my my fear. Yeah, what were you gonna say? My fear without writing chords is that that I'm gonna start writing that most of my chord progressions or the chords I use are gonna be more or less the same. So that's why I always try to go out of my way to put like something weird in my chord progression so that as I'm not like sounding too like basic or I'm not sounding too much like my last song. Yeah. <laughs> right. So after that, do you normally do bass and then like the beat or like it just whatever you feel like there's not like every time you make a song, it's the same. I'm sure. Really after the harmony, like I start working on the drums, but I don't work on like, I don't put the kick and snare in first. I, I put like the shakers and fills first. That way I can like, get the swing or the groove of it or i like start adding kicks and snares that's so interesting i never thought i'm gonna try making a song like that and see if it takes me to a different place because normally i do kick snare like right after i do chords and bass or maybe i'll do bass it it depends yeah um yeah, like, usually I try to save, like, the kick and snare for the last because pretty much the kick and snare kind of ties everything together at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in those, like, um, jam sessions where people are, like, playing on the guitar and the, or wherever in the studio, the drums usually come in when everything's all there. Mm-hmm. People always, like, start off with, like, a either a sax solo or a chord progression. And followed by the other, and then finally, when everyone's in, the drums start and the song starts. <laughs> and the, unless you're a drummer, then it's like, yeah, we have a featured dog. <laughs> yeah, it's my my roommate's dog. He he loves to bark at people outside. That's fair. His window. It's <laughs> it's funny because they it can just happen out of nowhere. It's all good, dude. Honestly, this is not a perfect thing. Um, so I'm gonna play a little bit of another song. And then I'm going to ask you one more question. We can wrap this up. Um, this song is called No Wi-Fi. Why? Is it just because you were like, what, yeah. what, what's up with that? This is this is actually a, like an old song of mine. This is like one of my very first like little big projects that I was like really confident about. Mm-hmm. So I figured I would like, we could, I figured we could like play this so you could see like, um, you know how different my music sounded back, way back when. What was I gonna say? Did you have no Wi-Fi? <laughs> nah, I just like I was drawing like I was doing one of those complicated drawings, and I like usually named them once I like finished with them, and uh, I just came up with no Wi-Fi. I don't know why. It just sounded cool in my head.
ambient heavy like it had like it used a lot of pads and that's like something I don't use like a lot in my new stuff is like pads and like ambient sounds other than like background recordings of like just like outside and stuff yeah the beats different too it's a little bit more progressive yeah I used to write like uh, two-step is another genre that I like really like a lot like UK garage mm -hmm. two-step so I was in like a phase of just writing two-step songs all the time, and that was like one of them. What uh, what BPM is two-step? Like one forty. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, man. Well, I feel like that's a good one to end on. Yeah. Like, it's definitely brought the mood down to a more centered place. Yeah. At least for me. Um, but I want to ask you one question before we go. All right. Um, what? was the best feeling you've had in your music career? Like maybe it's something that someone has said to you or maybe it's a project that you finished and you're just really confident about it. Um, I think like once once I started like posting music like seriously on, on my SoundCloud pages when I like started feeling like, yeah, I'm actually putting out like quality work now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it was like nine months ago, actually, I remember it. Um, like, I, my, the very first track I put under, like, this, like, new aesthetic that I had with the, like, the drawings and stuff, rather than just, like, putting a whatever image on, like, my stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, a great feeling of just, like, knowing that I'm, like, taking myself seriously in this profession now. Yeah, for sure. And did you, did a lot of people reach out and be like, yo, dude, that's sick. Did you get that? Yeah, yeah. No, like develop, like you know, creating momentum for myself and like you know, being parts of like a, being part of like a music servers and like music communities online. This really helped me in like just developing more confidence in my own style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushing you to do more. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Really quick too, um, you have another profile called Not Alex Martian. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like my scrap profile. I, I tell people that it isn't me when it's not so obviously me. Yeah, somewhere in Florida. It's just like the uh, parallel universe of your SoundCloud, other SoundCloud, right? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm saying that right for everyone. Um, all right, yeah, man. I've, I've had like like people say Martin. <laughs> Who knows? Like, it could be like a Martin. I, I don't get mad. I just find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure that it's correct. All right, man. Well, I don't think I have anything else to ask you. I feel like we went over a lot. Um, you know, this was the first official Skype interview that I've done. So thank you so much for being on that. Yeah, thanks for having me. Dude. Yeah, of course. I know it's a little clunky because there's a little bit of delay. Also, just like figuring out how to record this whole thing is kind of a pain in the ass, but yeah. we made it work. It's not perfect. I'm pretty sure that you can hear my fridge in the background, but you know, it works out. All right, man. Well, thanks again. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop recording now. <laughs> That's cool.